Chapter 124 The Dark-Robed for the White-Robed By the steps, the dark-robed man stood poised. In the pavilion, there was the geezer, with his mastery of Ophiotivus up his sleeves. These two figures faced each other, embodying two generations of extraordinary prowess. Cao Rangqing, known for his disdain for weapons, showed no fear or concern as he faced Li Chunggang, the renowned old god of sword. With unwavering determination, he continued to advance, unaffected by the overwhelming power of his opponent. Without Li Chunggang even lifting his arm, a series of zigzagging ravines materialized on the ground between him and Cao Rangqing as the sword aura roared onto the walls. During a battle at the Imperial Palace, Li Chunggang's sword aura shattered a majestic dragon wall that had stood for centuries. Prior to that, Li Chunggang had proclaimed he was unrivaled in Western Shu. He ventured into the region alone, defeating 16 formidable swordsmen along the way, reducing them to mere fragments with his unstoppable rolling sword aura. Li Chunggang was unquestionably at the prime of his swordsmanship, seemingly invincible. The ground cracked and splintered like a spiderweb, filled with awe-inspiring destruction. However, as the cracks extended towards Cao Zhangqing, they encountered an unseen barrier, abruptly halting their advance. Sir, your prowess extends far beyond the top eight. Cao Zhangqing said, The world only recognizes you as the unmatched god of sword, renowned for your Ophiativus, often forgetting the sword aura of one sword to open the heavenly gate. The middle-aged scholar pressed forward as the cracks on the walls intensified, growing wider, and now they were a mere ten steps apart. Unfazed by the spectacle, the geezer in sheepskin coat squinted with a smile, dismissing the conversation as pointless. Tao Zhangqing sniggered in response, and the ground collapsed in front of the pavilion instantly. Inside the pavilion, Jiang Ni, who had been staring at Cao Zhangqing with a mixture of disbelief and doubt, called out timidly, Uncle Cao? Cao Zhangqing stopped mid-step. He nodded heavily, overwhelmed with emotions. Tears welled up in Jiang Ni's eyes as she contemplated getting up from her position. However, her instinct prompted her to first steal a glance at Xu Fengyan, only to find his expressionless face. With her voice barely audible, she said, Uncle Cao, can you refrain from violence? Layers of dust splashed out like ripples and dispersed outward from Cao Zhangqing, as he said, Cao Chan King is here at your service, your royal highness. Li Chunggang snorted in disdain and took back the sword aura. Cao Zhangqing started up the steps, stopped in front of the pavilion, and fell to the ground on his knees once again. This time, he knelt for the powerful Western Shu kingdom 
that once was in its prime. Looking at Jiang Ni and kneeling Cao Zhangqing, Xu Fenyin wasn't sure what to make of it. Would she be leaving? Cao Zhangqing slowly turned his head towards Xu Fenyin. Your Highness, will you entrust the princess to Cao Changqing? If so, I shall promise to do one thing in exchange. As long as it is in my power, I will not refuse. Xu Fenyin cheekily replied, No, she belongs to me. Enraged, Jiang Ni retorted, <sighs> The hell I don't! Maintaining his composure, Cao Zhangqing smiled and reassured. It's all right. Your Highness, you will change your mind in time. Xu Fenyin, still the Casanova, chuckled. I may not promise much else, but on this matter, there is no room for negotiation. Cao Zhangqing said blandly, Your Highness, please take your time, and I will wait until you change your mind. Xu Fenyin pondered for a moment and said with a wry smile, Mr. Cao, are you planning to reveal her true identity to the world? Should I refuse to release her, are you planning on following me around and making it known that Cao Tanqing is on my tail? You are a smart man, Your Highness, much like your eminent father, Lord of Northern Lang. Cao Zhangqing smiled. Xu Fenyin waited for him to continue. Cao Zhangqing stuck out his palm, then flipped it over suggesting a reversal of circumstances, as he continued, If your highness is open to the idea, I shall offer my assistance in making Chen Jibao disappear. That might be a tough task for Xu Zhao or yourself, but not for me. With a sullen smile, Xu Fenyin thought to himself, That means the dark-robed for the white-robed. Has the intricate situation in Northern Liang become so transparent that even Cao Zhanqing can see through it? It was evident that the influence of Chen Zhibao, the white-robed general, had grown to an uncontrollable extent in Northern Liang. Did Xu Xiao not fear that Xu Fenyin, his son, might be defeated by Chen Zhibao? After a lifetime of risking his life on the battlefield for decades, would it all end in complete failure? Xu Fengyin could never truly live without worry as long as Chen Zhibao remained an opposition force in Northern Liang. When Cao Zhangqing first set foot in Peace City, it was as if he walked through a no-man's land and his words carried an unparalleled dominance. Conquering the House of Zhao has been my lifelong ambition. Never ridicule a dreamer, even as time takes its toll. Though I am a single soul, I shall venture into the fortress at will, as if it were a mere hallway in my path. Whether it be Xu Fenyin or anyone else, hardly anyone could contend with such a relentless maester who was willing to risk his life. Should I let Zhang Ni go? Xu Fengyan wondered. <laughs>